Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Hello, Nihama, Nihama. Good part of the world, that's Mandarin for how are you. See, it's a cultural experience when you tune into the Brooklyn Tabernacle Daily Devotional. I'm Pastor Jim Simbola. I am so happy to be able to talk to you and read from the Word of God. Please, oh, happy Valentine's Day. I have a reminder for you. April 21 through 23, our Fan the Flame Conference for leaders, wives, pastors, deacons, elders, and Christians who really want to see God fan the flame of their gifting so they can be more useful for the kingdom and bring more glory to God. We're reading from Second Peter. We're in chapter 2, and we're going to read again verse 13 into 14. And Peter is describing the false teachers that he says will come. Not a question of if, they're coming. We're reading this 2,000 years after Peter wrote it, and God knew that and has given a warning at all times to all Christians and the Christian church. Beware of false teachers, prophets bringing false teaching in among the body of Christ. But not only that, once they get accepted and mingle, they will be like a little leaven that leavens the whole loaf and their behavior patterns, which are unbiblical, and immoral in these cases, will now prompt others to follow their ways. This is not judgmental. This is not critical. This is the Word of God. What do you want me to do? I have to read it. We have an odd idea in the I'm okay, you're okay world of culture that we're in. You know, it's like that poll I saw. Certain age group don't want to go to church because they don't agree with my opinions. That's why I don't go. That was the answer by so many. In other words, The Word of God, hopefully being preached, doesn't fit in with that person's opinion. So he's judging God's Word, or she is, rather than God's Word judging us. How is it with us today on that? Are we throwing away verses that we don't feel good about, not like a good vibe? I'm not talking about preachers now who go off, have a wrong spirit, teachers who go off. We, we, I know that exists. But this is sometimes the Word of God it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts us and we go, ouch, I didn't like that. That didn't feel good. But it's like a doctor cutting out a cancer. So let's read. Verse 13, these false teachers will be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. They do harm to the body of Christ. God's going to pay them back. Their idea of pleasure is to carouse in broad daylight. Unashamedly, they're going to live their immoral uh, ways. They are blots and blemishes reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you. Now, there's a stunning verse. How in the world would false teachers get in and be eating and fellowshipping with the believers? And they carry on right while they eat with you. And you let it go. I wonder why they let it go. Why they let them in. Why they let that stuff go on. A lot of times it's like, The whole thing, well, God is love, who's to judge? And many Christians don't believe in any church discipline of any kind. Now, look, Christians can be mean. And the Christian church, 
under the banner of Christ has done some really nasty things over the centuries. But there is such a thing. You can't throw away baby with the bathwater. There is such a thing as church discipline. These people should not have been eating at the fellowship meals of the Christians because they weren't Christians. In fact, they were emissaries of Satan meant to dilute and misdirect the Christians that were there. So this is a, a counter culture moment, isn't it? Because the spirit in the world is uh, everybody going to do what they're going to do. Let them do it. Who's to judge and all that. When that creeps into the church on steroids, what it ends up being is just come. We'll baptize you. We'll serve you communion. Just come. The more the merrier. It makes the building more full with no thought of the integrity and purity of the body of Christ. A church is not a building. The church is not the attendance on Sunday. The church, the true church, is made up of born-again believers. We're to love everyone, preach the gospel to everyone. But there are nefarious, evil elements out there spiritually. They're going to try to invade the church. They are blots and blemishes reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you. With eyes full of adultery, they never stop sinning. Wow. Peter, why don't you tell us what you feel? But remember, it's not Peter. It's the word of God. With eyes full of adultery, they're going to hit on everybody just about. They are cunning. They never stop sinning. They seduce is the next two words. We'll get to that tomorrow. Just think how cunning you know, a wolf's in sheep's clothing. When a wolf comes, spiritually speaking, out in the wild, you're in Alaska, and a pack of wolves come after you. They're going to howl, and you know, that's a wolf. I once was sitting at a kitchen table at a, a friend who was a warden in a prison in Louisiana, and he kept two wolves in the front yard. Do not ask. No pregunta. What he was doing, what was on his mind. But anyway, he was that kind of guy. So much to his wife's chagrin and my uncomfortableness, he put a wolf in the kitchen while I'm having my decaf. Like, not a good thing. But that wolf was a wolf. In fact, they say they can pick up when you're afraid. Well, he must have picked me up from like 40 miles. And he came up and he looked at me with that shining, those eyes shining up at you. Ooh. And he was holding him. He's strong. He was holding him with that wolf. He looked at me like... Yo, you're my next snack. But he was a wolf. Spiritual wolves, men on harm, they don't come at you going, Argh. they come at you. I'd love to share something with you from God's word, but it's not. And if you don't rightly divide the word of God, you will be seduced. So what should we do? We better know our Bibles and we better pray for the gift of discernment because you think Satan is so stupid, he's going to have someone come and go, I'd love to talk with you. I'm a spiritual wolf, and I want to destroy your life and hurt your church. No. He's going to come like the serpent in the garden. No, you're not going to die if you do that. No, God's trying to rain on your parade. You're going to be just like God. So today, Lord, keep us full of your word, discerning, not mean to people, wise as serpents, harmless as doves. In Jesus' name, see you tomorrow.